Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, this is Jessie. Just a heads up, this first episode was recorded back in April of 2019. So that's a whole year ago. It was our first foray into this kind of creative endeavour. So uh, bear with us with the few minor sound bristles in the background. It's about trade show models. So um, why don't, Helen, you ask me why I started thinking about this in the first place? Um, Yeah, so why did you come up with the idea of having a a topic on trade show models? What what maybe you have experience, what kind Mm. of experience that um, you've encountered to give you the idea? Mm -hmm. So this whole concept came through when it wasn't... Basically, I attended a cyber conference in Taiwan last month mm-hmm. where I was working, trying to find a story to pitch to newspapers here in Sydney because uh, I wanted to find a way to connect Taiwan and Taiwan's economic power to Australia. I guess I wanted to tell more Taiwanese stories mm-hmm. and because we had recently been experiencing some cyber attacks from uh, China and and it's an issue that Taiwan has been tackling for decades. I thought, okay, well, this is a way in to expand my journalism. Mm-hmm. So I went to this conference not knowing anything or anyone, which is quite intimidating. But um, I kind of just used my leverage as a freelance journalist to say, okay, I'm I'll just move through those spaces and ask questions. Um, and what I found really shocking was um, the prevalence of these, like overwhelmingly, the the trade show was male dominated uh the age range from high school boys to you know late middle-aged older men you know and um on the trade show floor you saw on every at least every second booth there was it was um, quite shocking just to see a sea of men and then suddenly in front of you there's this woman who seemed like she was dressed in a way like she was going out on a Saturday night. Like sh- like her skirt was up to the top of her thighs. She had her, like, I wouldn't say anyone was showing their breasts, like, m- very overtly. Very revealing. Yeah, nothing, like, no breasts revealing, uh. but everything else was revealing. Okay. And so I just, that, and I, uh. my first reaction was, uh, my first reaction was, I don't. I don't actually know what my first reaction was. Okay, it's because just, have you have you been to this type of trade show no. before? Yeah, so yeah. it'll be your first experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so talking about what about other type of trade shows, ex- exhibitions? Have you attended before? Yeah, no, I haven't. So, would you say this is rather male dominant industry? Would you think totally? Yeah, the tech industry is the well. I wouldn't say it was the most severely gender disparated industry but it's one mm-hmm. of the top you know along with uh i don't know um gaming industry automobile boating yeah. Uh-huh. yeah 
And then we started to, you and I started to research about it when I wrote a piece about it for SCMP. That's right. Yeah. And then you found... So, and we expanded, expanded, we expanded that, yeah. onto other industries yeah. to so, look into why... We'd start asking questions like, what are the showgirls, you know, um, most Asian countries mm-hmm. that I know that they will um, label this kind of um, job positions as showgirls and we want to look into what kind of roles they have and mm-hmm. um, why are they needed in such trades and exhibitions and what sort of impl- implications and also social responsibilities mm-hmm. that um, perhaps and the messages that are sending out um, on, you know, the, this kind of positions are presenting. Um, so, so when I told you about my topic, you mm-hmm. started to, you, you are the, you, you, you are the one who opened it up to the automobile industry, which is yes. like really, really like this, this idea of having the showgirl is quite prevalent. Prevalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, how did you make that link? How did you make that link in the first place? Okay. I didn't think of that at all. Yeah. Um, I think basically, well, traditionally, um, car ownership is a symbol of status and also your, your social status and your, um, you know, your level of earning that you'll be able to purchase a specific type of car. And it comes down to the, the power in finance I guess that you know most of the households who take who makes up the decision of purchasing a car um, and also who produces the car you know like traditionally we're talking about our parents generation mm. um, it will be more equal now but in our parents generation it will be like the male what the male like a father of the household that makes a decision decision of what type of car Carton, to purchase, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how much money that we have available to purchase the, the car. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess women had very little say because one, they probably didn't have enough time to just go on and research. And, you know, the, the person who holds the financial power... Is the male. It was the male. So... But could you also add, could I also add on to that, mm-hmm. that um, men tend to be more interested in cars? Because I like, look at little yeah. kids, they boys play yeah. with cars and girls yeah, not. they grow so up what, with giving, you know, yeah. cars and trucks. Yeah. So what know, is that with men and cars? Um, what do you think? I, I don't I think it's a symbol of... Um, Power, to be yeah, honest, yeah, I think right. it's a symbol of power. It's a symbol of authority. It's a symbol Trans- of this this mode of transportation. Yeah, I can go anywhere. Yeah, the yeah. freedom. I think freedom. Yeah, so freedom equals pretty much power. Yeah, not equal, but yeah. very close to. Yeah, connected yeah, to. Yeah, very connected yeah. to power. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like I get this liberal. I, I have this liberal freedom that women are not given. Yeah, Is that right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, so you're talking about why, coming back to the showgirl, mm. you know, if one gender is perceived as the main purchaser of a product, of course that, well, if we don't put it into the homosexual relationship, in mm. the heterosexual yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. that of course the, you know, the the female will be the one that is there 
to set up an attraction to as a marketing campaign to attract the males to purchase a specific product. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that you want to add on? What else? Um, I guess, I mean, we can go further, but I don't want to veer too off, too far away from this topic we're talking about. But like when we were talking about why men tend to be the decision makers and the um, purchasers, consumers of cars, mm-hmm. um, it, and like talking about boys and why they like cars, you know, conservative people would say like biologically, biological essentialists would say, well, boys like the mechanical side of things and therefore they're more drawn to cars. Which, you know, we could debate in another podcast, yes. perhaps, yeah, in mm-hmm. another episode. But um, I guess what I, I'm just thinking aloud, thinking that might be also another aspect why why boys tend to be more drawn to cars. But I agree. I think I agree with you with the possession of this, this entity, this, uh, this uh, object that mm-hmm. represents more than the actual car because the car is essentially just a piece of metal but it's what the metal can do for you it can give you freedom like Mm -hmm. you say um that traditionally women it's almost like the bicycle like i I saw a play last year about a one-woman show about a woman who gets a bicycle in the 19th century and it was like fucking can we swear yeah yeah fucking revolutionary like and and like like women in the 19th century they wore dresses and so that inherently they were not they were physically unable yeah, to, to spread their them. yeah to spread their legs, legs in order to, to ride, ride a bicycle. A bike, yeah. yeah, and then suddenly here was this woman in the eighteen fifties who like wore the first pants ever in England and then started riding the bicycle. Yeah, and the bicycle was the like for her and for women yeah. the first symbol of freedom. personal freedom. freedom. Yeah. yeah, to be able to go somewhere. Uh-huh. Without just your legs, like, and then, and then we, you know, yeah, it's very next, symbolic towards the freedom. Yeah, you know that when I was first start driving, I actually got my license not close to thirty, and the first thing that my mother in law told me that, oh, so now you have the freedom. Don't you feel like it's a, it, you know, it's like a privilege or something like that? Mm-hmm. But I, I can understand what she's saying that you can just go anywhere now because you can drive. Yeah. Right. So, but did you ever feel that was an obstacle that you weren't able to drive anyway? No, but mm. because you know now transportation is not that hard. Mm, mm. Yeah, but yeah, well, we need to come back to the okay. car show. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, the show girl. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So, what else do we need to talk about? We can cut all these gaps out. By the way, uh-huh. so don't feel pressure. Um, so you mentioned that we're looking at we want to focus on cars, just or can we expand? Oh, we can expand. I think I guess we can talk about cars and also the podium girls in yeah. model and the Formula One. What Greek Greek girls? Grid girls, yeah, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. yeah which they uh-huh. banned actually last year, uh-huh. and a lot of people are not happy about that. It's only but, happened but, last year. Yeah, last. yeah. But um, let's let's. I want to take it back to the tech girls. Okay. Yep. Um, is there a difference between tech products and cars? Mm. Because the main clientele is still male, male. right? Yeah. Yep. And so they're still essentially. If we're looking at, I guess the point I'm trying to make is if we're looking at grid girls and um, the. Uh, gaming show girls and the tech girls and the cash girls they're, they're all they're like very would, would you say yeah uh, uh, fundamentally 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll put good girls aside because mm-hmm. they're performing a presence. Um, because uh, I don't know, maybe they they draw in crowds as well because people who watch the Tour de France on the television, they're consumers and they're consuming a product, the product being entertainment, mm. the entertainment being watching men ride their bikes. In like competition. Like, come on. Like, how how low have we... <laughs> how low have we... Right, I've lowered our standards. Yeah. Like, how is that entertainment? Anyway, yeah, but if we're looking at um, the women who are standing next to these products, well, I mean, ultimately, the, the goal for these companies is mm. to sell their products. Yes. And they still feel that there's merit in hiring human live human females dressed provocative sex dressed sexually and also mm-hmm. women who have like uh in the mainstream terms they have very acceptable little... bodies yeah. right yeah acceptable bodies and um attractive bodies mm-hmm. and that is being the youth yeah yeah and that is being um aided mm-hmm. that that's like a mechanism that these uh companies use to help sell the products and so fundamentally, the message is women... Comes as an accessory. Yes, exactly. Women are used as accessories accessory to, to, present to, this to buy a product. product yeah. So, he, yeah. He, yeah. This is something that Sean actually talked to me about. Yeah. Only regarding Your husband. Cars. Yeah. Um, he said that... Well, he, from his, his personal perception, it's not, it's not a general thing, but he thinks that um, how the car show and perhaps the um trade the it trade shows and gaming shows when you have a female presenter the showgirls with a product there it gives the male consumers an illusion of purchasing such product that you'll be um giving you the status not only like a prosperity money sense but also that the product comes, the, an illusion of that the product comes with the girl, yeah. as in you will eventually tra- attract yeah. this type of woman yeah. if you purchase this product. Perfect. And I absolutely yeah. agree. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, I do agree. Yeah. I mean, it gives them the illusion, like kind of like a, like a, I don't know, five minutes high, you know, like, yeah, if I purchase this product. It, it's a bit like what I see from what he's saying is that, um, it's very similar to how women purchase beauty products and how the beauty products have obviously models mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. girls with perfect skin. They probably mm-hmm. don't need a beauty product, mm-hmm. but have those kind of models to present the product because you've been sucked into that illusion that, you know, if you use this product, purchase this product, you'll end up with, you know, the, the person who's presenting them. Yeah, the status yeah. of... Yeah, the status of... The appearance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. the, the respect from yeah. the society or things, things like that. Which is, at the end of the day, ludicrous. But we still yeah. fall into that trap. <laughs> yeah, because we're only human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the thing that your husband said, mm. I think there are two points I can get out of that. Yeah. One is... Um, can you repeat what he said? He said that if you purchase this product, yeah, the illusion, up, the illusion that they're giving you is that you'll end up having, you know, this type, you'll attract this type of girl, yeah, like at the show girls. So yeah, it's doing two things. It's doing that, mm-hmm. but also it's it's kind of um, <laughs> it's 
emphasizing and and perpetuating this idea that um a, a beautiful woman is still something that to acquire you know like right. that is yeah. something that so is crying, ultimately you're actually acquiring the appearance yeah of the woman of the not woman, the woman as a human, human being. being exactly yes. that's yeah. what i find really troubling because what you say from your your writing that uh SCMP, yeah. yeah is that most of these tracial show girls they're not inadequate but they were not they were not there to explain you any of the knowledge of the product, isn't it? They were just standing there to attract potential yeah, exactly. consumers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Handing out cards. Yeah, yeah. So they they're there for that. Like they they're the face. Well, they assume they're the face of the certain brand or the mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I have real issue with just this idea of um, perpetuating the idea. It's like teaching young boys that. Um, buying a car, mm-hmm. you don't look at a, the safety or how much yeah, it no, costs or the environment. Yeah, buying a car um, also means so many other things, mm-hmm. like the acquisition of a beautiful woman, which, mm-hmm. which like, I think it's society is still saying. Yeah, I think this is what you should aim for still, as a little boy. Yeah, like, that. like I told you, I don't know if I told you, but um, when I was teaching at a boys' school, mm-hmm. um, one of the last days of school term, I yes. got the kids to year seven kids. So these are twelve-year-old boys, mostly Anglo white boys. I got them to uh, write down their role model, so who they want to be when they grow up. <laughs> yeah, have I told you the story? Yes, you yeah. did. Yeah. And then, yeah, go on. and then. Um, at the end of the uh, lesson, I got some of them to stand up and share their um, aspirations. Yeah, share their role models. And um, overwhelmingly, a lot of the boys said, um, "I want to be an AFL player," or they they flicked off names of you know NFL players mm-hmm. and sports people, basically. And then I asked them, I was curious, like, why? Why did uh, why did they want to to um, aspire to these type of men? And do you remember what I said? Uh, and you said that because they get hot girls. They have hot yeah. girlfriends. Yeah. And then when I yeah. asked them, do you know their names? The none woman's of them, names. Yeah, they, none of them knew the girlfriends' names. Yeah, of course. Names. Most of the women are there They're for models. Like, accessorize yeah. the men. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You know there are like actually agents in the US who their professional job is to find models to hook up with sports oh, yeah, players. Yeah, they will be. And a lot of them do it intentionally um, because um, a lot of the players are gay, gay men, and they're trying to hide oh, it. So they have to... That's sad. That's very sad, yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. So... Um, what else do we have? I guess what we've been talking about is this whole idea of being sex cells. Sex cells, that's one thing. Mm. And woman as like an entity to Mm. own or to accessorize. To make a man look better. To make a man look better. Not even that product, not even that product that's selling, you know, not even the car. They're selling an idea. Yeah, they're selling an idea. They're selling an idea. Or an ideal lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yeah. And by the way, I... um, I hope my our brother doesn't mind us. Maybe he won't listen to this. Yeah, but our brother fell for that. I mean, he yes. brought a lotus. Yes, yes, that's right. And he was so unapologetic about it. When I asked him, "Why are you really doing this? Was it just to look more attractive to, you know, the opposite sex?" He, I think he pretty much said, "Yeah," and uh, I don't care about that. Yeah. He was kind of like, "So what? Okay, I'm doing this for that." Yeah. And I find that troubling. 
Um, should we talk about the gaming industry? Okay. Okay. So what we've looked at mm. is that uh, traditionally the majority gaming industry's consumers were male. There's a re- uh, ri- rising number of female consumers and mm. players. Um, but at the moment, what I feel is that the video game exhibitions are still centered uh, to be catering the male players and consumers. Um, so in order to attract the male consumers, again, female bodies has been used um, to the extreme. I would say that it's been, they're being exploited and sexualized the fantasy for the males. Because mm. um, you look at the, a lot of games that... Um, I know a lot of Asian game creators that mm. they do go beyond the standard to sexualize a female character in the game. Isn't that saying, everywhere? Why um, did you say Asian? Uh, I'll say because... I don't know, because the ad's popping up on my TV. <laughs> right, okay. I have no idea why. I don't even play those by the games. Way, yeah, by the way, we should preface by telling our listeners that not, neither Helen or I play video games. Yeah, we I don't. don't. Yeah. Do you? Like we used to when we were teenagers, but we yeah, don't Yeah, but they're like anymore. Mario Kart. That's like completely harmless. Yeah. We're talking about... We're talking about very um, violent, violent RPG sexualized, games. Sexualized, yeah. Where like the women have like minimal clothing or X, X cup, yes, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous a outfit yeah. and ridiculous body type. Yeah, and you know, um, troll and like the women who get um, the worst trolls are game gamer. Yeah, gamers, I yeah. mean, the women I think, who yeah, speak out um, about these issues. Clementine Ford in yeah. her latest book, like what uh, toxic mass. Boys, boys will be, be boys, boys. Yeah, which Helen has read. Yeah, I haven't. And <laughs> there's a section that she describes how female gamers receive countless of death and rape threats, threats. Yeah. just because they're playing. Yeah. Or maybe even they're better than yeah. the male players. They're just receiving those threats for no other reason but because but she's being a male. Present. For, for, yeah. But because she's a female, female yeah. player. That's it. So why? Why? Um... Why are these gaming men so threatened by the presence of a woman? Well, when they've been threatened with their, you know, I don't know, their power, their authority, yeah. they yeah. feel, they feel belittled. They, yeah. you know, what? Like we yeah. we continuously saying that in a feminist view is that what do f- women fear of of opposite sex? We mm. feel we fear being uh, killed, being yeah. fear being abused, being yeah. attacked. Yeah. What does male in, you, in the counterpart, what do they feel? They feel being made fun of. Yeah, they fear being being ridiculed. Ridiculed. Yeah. So what? The, what's the where? It is an absolute unbalance of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like last night, um, Billy and Carl and I, my friends, were super woke, <laughs> gay friends, both gay um, men, were talking about the idea of male anger, white yeah. male anger, and yeah. how it's so centered on patriarchal power. Yeah, of course. As in, like, it's, um, these white men can so quickly jump from seemingly normalized social statuses to, like, suddenly if they get angry, they can actually commit extreme, extreme violence. violence, as we have yeah. seen so f- so much in the last few years, right, and mm. in the Christchurch shootings. It's, it's just... And when anyone tries to reclaim or take on a, any kind of anger for themselves minority groups women gays 
you know, transgender people, when we show anger, it is suddenly dismissed as over emotional. It is suddenly yeah. like you're being oh hysterical. God. You're yeah. not you're not taken you're seriously. The, yeah, and if you're a black woman, you're you have that caricature, angry black woman. Yeah. So uh, it's like white men, straight white men. It's been justified. Just, yeah, the, the it's anger being justified. Yeah, as has, normal. because it's been built like the whole system in the society that we live in has been built on them taking their subject position that's right as the norm as mm. the place of authority and anyone who tries to strip them of that or or cry tries to rec- like why tries to claim any of that mm-hmm. them for themselves mm-hmm. no nah, they won't have yeah. it yeah and they were saying this one more extra point which was really insightful was they were saying um that the way that these straight white men think about power and voice is uh, it's almost like land like there's a finite amount of land and if mm-hmm. if we give them some land it means less for me like yeah. if we give them the microphone that means less power for me yeah but power talk doesn't about, work that way talk about scott morrison what did know, he do bringing more women into parliament hmm. he was saying that oh we can bring more women in the parliament but we don't want to um result in you know pulling other men's down oh my god he said that. Yeah, that was I think See, a couple of weeks this is ago after perfect the example state yeah election. It's always yeah the threat. It's always like okay, we can give you this, yeah. but not in the sense that we are going to lose yeah. anything. Yeah, like yeah. what are you gonna have to lose? Yeah, for fuck's exactly. Sake? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just it's they always think about how things will disadvantage them for them. Yeah. yeah. And they never consider that it's always been disadvantaged for. I know the others. they cannot. Yeah. They cannot actually, and and they put themselves in the position of I'm reasonable. I'm logical. I'm rational. Mm. That is the straight white male. They justify just, themselves. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have that power, mm-hmm. and they've always had that. Like the society is built on uh, pandering to that position. <laughs> pandering to that position, mm. and um, yeah. It's just crazy. How do mm. we deep into this subject? <laughs> what were we talking about? Gaming. Gaming. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so there, there's a, a video clips that mm. I've seen. Actually, a couple of video clips that I've seen where the showgirls that they have to... Apparently, they have to do like a dance and song performance that video game exhibitions probably not in the Australia ones that I've been to but I've seen that happens that's a very normal thing that happens in Japan um, so you have the girls dancing and singing on the stage where a lot of um, male followers sometimes mm. they call themselves fans of these show girls you know taking pictures very closely um, it just it, it feels like for me it, it looks it's not a stripper joint mm, really mm, you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. You, you think about yes they're wearing a very revealing outfits probably because they need to dress up as the characters of the video games um i i don't know like we are thinking to have hopefully to get someone who has been working as a showgirl to tell us whether or not she was she had any uncomfortable moments yeah, that yeah. she was working you know I do like I, I kind of can sense that there will be sexual harassment mm. or even stalking yeah um, I've read about within, that yeah within that kind of industry yeah yeah and like I said to you um, earlier this week they're not to overgeneralize but 
the gaming industry does attract a certain type of male clientele, right? Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the ones that probably, like you said, not to generalize, but uh, in Japan, what what do they call like uh, the one that stays home all the time and uh, antisocial, have a very poor social skills and. Uh, they don't know how to behave around girls and mm. this is probably their only opportunity to be around girls I don't even think yeah. like the girls are there for for a job they're not there to socialize with or you flirt. because yeah, yeah. And, but they might they misconstrue that yeah. Yeah. yeah they're sending out you know a different the message real, yeah. they're perceiving a different message exactly. because they want to perceive that type yeah. of message yeah. um, that's the only um, would you say pleasure yeah. they're getting out for from the opposite sex. Yeah. Yeah. And also because they've never probably consumed any book, movie or TV series uh, where a woman is given a complex and uh, complicated and nuanced storyline and so therefore he can't actually relate to a human woman in the same way that he might be able to relate to a man. Yeah. These, these young men just see a woman dressed in a skimpy clothes and think... And she's there know. to sell products. Yeah, she's not he, there to sell herself. Yeah, but she knows like, what she needs to do to attract the man. Yeah, and the man doesn't receive that. Yeah. Or like he doesn't know how to... He doesn't... He's not aware of... He's not just like aware. engaging with a human woman. Yeah, there's... You know, as a human woman. appropriation, you know, with a proper human woman, he will, I don't know, what kind of message that he will receive yeah. you know he will think that oh um this is the only chance that i get in interact with a female yeah interaction person. yeah that's yeah. right it kind of reminds me of even though it is perhaps a little bit of a vague link but it should link up when i was in texas austin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh two years ago i went with a friend to see a uh the university of texas uh, basketball game okay massive yeah. okay they had tv cra- camera crews like yeah. these young college boys are absolutely crazily <laughs> yeah revered at like 18 years old it's yeah. just it's abnormal anyway what made me deeply uncomfortable was uh during uh during the during the game and also at halftime uh-huh. There were these skimpily dressed cheerleaders. Just I think that's American culture, wasn't yeah, it? T- dancing around. Yeah. And I just remember feeling I, I, I immediately two things that I think of now. Uh, the first one maybe is not so good, but I immediately judged the women. I just thought, what kind of woman puts herself in a situation where she is merely seen as the mascot? Because you know she was. These women were dancing around. Yeah, a, but they they take a lot of time and like the techniques. You're right. They even so it's an art form. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So that's different. Well. That's different. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're talking about probably like ballet or dance in Australia. That yeah, kind of yeah. But it's, I just I remember feeling just like um, deeply uncomfortable because I thought as a as a woman I would never put myself in that position where I am uh, kind of um, valued because of how I look. Um, but also how much she do yeah what they do you know which is like for me it just looked so stupid like they were just like <laughs> smiling the whole time and and like dancing pom-poms. really do our pom-poms they just look kind of silly mm. and i was like you're okay with being there and being valued in terms of yeah being like looking silly like obviously well, this they're is... people they're, 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 that's a job yeah yeah 
Um, I just guess. I'm going the second point. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Okay. Um, what else are we talking about? What else was there? Gaming industry. Well, yeah, I just want to point out. Yeah. Like, we were talking about gaming. Are we going to go through the bicycle later or? What bicycle? Oh, yeah, we, we totally, yeah. Okay, well, we'll go to the bicycle, the podium girls okay. after this. Yeah. Um, if you think about it, you, you never really seen. If we're talking about if the industry is being predominantly by male consumers, if you look at the fee, uh, on the other side, you look at the female uh, dominant industries like no, I don't know, cosmetics, beauty, cosmetic, yeah, fashion, wellness, you know, yeah, wellness, yeah. <sighs> I don't know home appliances. Yeah. I think lately yeah. there's a lot of such you know home appliances. You d- you don't really see like male. Models. models yeah just stand there and no. handing out business cards yeah yeah you're right wearing i don't know what speedos yeah <laughs> you know to attract female female consumers mm-hmm. i guess it will be a very could be a pretty successful campaign you know but i i, I don't i don't see that comes you know it mm. doesn't seem like um if a male is at the, if a male presenter is at a specific it's, exhibition, yeah. they're there to produce, like offer knowledge yeah. of the product. They'll talk you through, and yeah, yeah, they're taken seriously as a human being. That's right. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah, the, I think that's ultimately the issue that both of maybe both of us have. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's the message that it sends that women are valued for very different things yeah Yeah. and we're not treated the same way that's Mm -hmm. what we're asking for just to be treated like uh human beings who want to be respected for their knowledge absolutely which is what what not what's happening like yeah and what do you what do you like the message you're sending out to young girls i mean i mean we are being very progressive in the last 50 years in you know the feminism movement but still um there will be girls that aspire to grow up to be show girls not saying that it's a wrong thing, but I guess we can put on, like, hopefully to add on values in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, we- so yeah, I know what you mean. I like, um, not just look good. There's nothing wrong with looking good, but, mm-hmm. but not have that ba- base, not have that be Primitive. your only, yeah. your only source of merit or worth. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're saying? I think yeah. that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, it reminds me of, um, the whole thing with, in the last week with Joe Biden coming out to say, oh. You know, I'm hearing women now because women, a couple of women have now come out to say uh, that, you know, he's been inappropriately touching them, like being too close. He's mm-hmm. apparently a very touchy person. And um, Bitch Media, which is a fantastic, uh, call out to Bitch Media, mm-hmm. fantastic publication online that um, focuses on feminist perspectives on uh, social justice issues. And um, they came out with a piece last night about how Joe Biden has basically lost the... He's come out to say, I understand. He hasn't actually apologized. He's just said, um, oh, I understand that times have changed now and uh, <laughs> we can't, yeah, no no longer can I behave like this. But he misses the point in, in the reason why women are speaking out is not because we're becoming more aware of, intolerant yeah, yeah. of like male behavior, but it's, but it's the fact that we now are emboldened enough to say to stand up to speak up and to say can you please treat me like a human yeah we should have to ask for approval yeah no yeah we we should be treated the same way a dude would be treated yeah 
and like uh, apparently one girl even called some some him out because he had said oh um called her a pretty face mm-hmm. and uh, some people might think that's quite like uh compliment yeah compliment or um like just it's it doesn't value much um it doesn't merit any kind of you shouldn't complain about that you know it doesn't mm-hmm. it's just a casual throwback but you would never call a guy you would never make the point of saying oh pretty boy or like you wouldn't dim- oh, there will be women that does that maybe but yeah. i guess they at the end of the day we don't want to be felt we don't want to feel like you're hitting on us the fact that he had said mm-hmm. pretty face the message it sends to her is that he can't relate to her on a professional level he's okay. sexualizing her yeah. you know he's calling her out for something that doesn't belong not, in the workplace not with yeah to the work exactly the work. Yeah. yeah so it's like why these men who just don't understand how to connect to a woman on a professional level yeah. and then that makes yeah. us feel like we don't we can't engage with them like we can't get their attention and we can't say what we want to say and be taken seriously unless you have a pretty face <laughs> no, but like, um, also, but pretty face diminishes you yeah. as well. You know, it says, yeah. "Oh, you're a little child." Inferior. Um, yeah, it makes you feel inferior. inferior. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it makes you feel like, is he trying to hit on me? Yeah. yeah. Two things I have to say to that. Two stories. One, when I was working for a friend's dad <laughs> at the law firm, <laughs> he um once when I was walking out the door, yeah, he at, at the end of the workday he said to me, "So when are we going to see your pretty face again?" Yeah. And this is a guy in his sixties, yeah. And I remember just think, I remember just being flattered. I was flattered because I yeah. always don't think of myself as pretty, but like I was flattered. Now when I think back, pretty fucked up. Yeah. But also another incident, which I won't mention the publication. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you later. But um, I got an email from a guy from a quite a well-known publication mm-hmm. where um, I had pitched him um, mm-hmm. on Wednesday, one day, one week. And then he wrote back immediately saying, "I don't deal with these kind of pictures. Send it to this guy." Uh-huh. And so I said, "Okay, oh, thank you, Mister mm-hmm. X." Mm-hmm. And then a few days later, I pitched to him, and I totally forgot that he has nothing to do with these pictures. Mm-hmm. And then he wrote back immediately saying, "Oh, I already said I don't deal with these." Mm-hmm. And because this is such a major corporation publication, I yeah. was really embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So I wrote back, "Dear Mister X, sorry, I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. This won't like." I'm sorry. So you're, you put yourself you, down already. I said, yeah, I wanted yeah. to, I guess, because uh, anyway. Feel we'll, apologetic. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I, um, I, you already told me this, mm-hmm. and he sent back. Why did he even bother saying that? Yeah, he, he sent back saying. He sent back saying it's okay, this time, and then a winky emoji. Uh. I know that winky emoji. I was like, is he flirting with me? No. No. What? Oh, okay. I, I oh, okay. I sent a lot of winky emojis, but then I only sent winky emojis to people that are really, like, known for Right, yeah. And, like, like I, I just felt like he was flirting with me with an emoji. Yeah, so you think that he's... <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, then, so, again, they always say that, oh, it's all in your head. You know, sometimes how men would say that. Yeah, but would he send a winky yeah. emoji with it's okay to a guy? Of course not. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He wouldn't be so cute with a guy, with a 31-year-old man. I'm a 31-year-old woman, you know? And he must have Googled me. Okay. So, what's the time look like? How long? How long have we been speaking for? Don't tell me your phone's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to have, like, 25-minute episodes. I don't want anything longer than half an hour. Half an hour, yeah. yeah. Half an hour, but... 
Um, podium girls. Should we go to podium girls? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What do we think about podium girls? Um, when we were researching on podium girls, I think you did more, but I just looked up. I I, I looked I looked at that video clip that our brother sent to yeah. us. And what was it? Can about you two white guys talking about cycling. Yeah. Can you tell us what it was? Go. Accidentally, that they came up with a podium girl discussion. Okay. Because, um, well, one of the like a uh, at, at one of the occasion that the guy, I think it was second place that was caught on camera trying to pinch mm. the body. I saw the picture of that. Yeah, of the podium girl, and there was mass criticism. I mean, he he apologized, but it shouldn't happen in the first place at all. And I think um, the. What the roles of podium girls were, they were there to greet the champions mm-hmm. and present them the award or medal or whatever, flowers. And yeah, what's with the flower when presenting? It's so strange. What do you mean? A woman presenting a man flowers? Yeah. Why is that strange? Well, a flower is a reproductive organ. <laughs> what do you mean? It, it's kind of like a sexual... Well, that, that's, that goes that, that's a bit too I didn't much, know yeah. that but okay but anyway, I don't think it is but I feel it's just always strange why do you always have to present flowers but they do that at the Olympics yeah I know it, as well. it happens um, I just that's for um, another podcast yeah that's for another. another episode um, okay podium girls so their roles are there to greet the the champions is it really for the champions I thought it was for the viewers I think for the champions like you know I'm I'm the winner. I'm the winner. And that means also getting getting girls. girls, Yeah. If you're a straight guy. If you're a straight guy. Yeah, if you're a straight guy. It's pretty similar to the sportsman, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And what else? I think our brother said that the podium girls have to kiss the champion, isn't it? There were two girls standing side Mm -hmm. by side. Mm -hmm. And then for photo opportunity, they have to kiss the champion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and with the... What the... Formula One, one of the other picture that Kevin shared was that the they had to spread. This is not in in the bikes, but the, the F one, F yeah, yeah. yeah, they have to have the champagne and then spraying sprayed them, everywhere, yeah, but not on the woman. Yeah, not on the woman. But, but there was this a, picture, was, that picture was on the woman, and was it in the Shanghai? I think was the, well, the woman was Asian. The, the woman and, and where did the, he aim the bottle? Right onto her. Onto her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And his, his defense was that oh, because that day was hot, and I think she was hot. Like I think she was hot. Quote. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean she's hot? Then you have to, you can give her a glass of water, not spray jumping over her. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's all very performative. And it's this idea that I can do whatever I want with these women because they don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. They're just there to they're, look, they're they're just there there to look good yeah. to, for me. Yeah. And I can, I can base, and this is this, I mean, if you take it to the same line of thread, mm-hmm. this is the rhetoric around rape culture. That's you know, right. I yeah. have entitlement over a woman's mm-hmm. body. Yeah, the position. And it, yeah, and it comes back to the whole system of the society being built in this way, like, culturally in in literature and in films mm-hmm. women's stories are not held up to the same esteem as a white male a straight white male 
uh, you know, um, he's never, we're never centralized in the same way and we're not given as much humanity. And so therefore men find it easier to objectify us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's so easy to treat, to actually, like a lot of women also have internalized misogyny. They like do. They, yeah. It's like, and don't, really shit. yeah, treat a woman the, with like, the same. I'm happy here, so don't judge on the male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so do you think last year, um, F1 in France, um, they have decided to ban, um, grid models, grid girls. Do you mm-hmm. think that is a good thing? Mm, well, no, actually, I a better, actually a better question. they do, actually. So, I think they were trying to make people more concentrated on the race rather than the, the woman. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know how that results yeah. in if they reduced or increased people viewing the race. Right, okay, yeah, we haven't seen those figures yet Mm -hmm. because it's only happened last year. Um, Some men have come out to say that uh, when that happened, uh, some men have come out to say, uh, have come out to voice their anger at that decision because they said... Some women do as well. Yeah, and they said um, it's part of the culture of F1. What do you say to that? What does it mean that... But you you can change your culture. It's not like... Mm. It's not like it's there, so it's fine not to change anything, yeah. you know. We know that domestic violence has not been fine, and then it's just very recently that people are coming out and also being regulated, you know, against it being as a criminal um, issue. Um, mm-hmm. It depends. We have to look into, you know, what the girls do and whether or not there's a little problem in it. See, since we have Me Too movement, there's girls, a woman coming out, you know, saying, talking about their experience in show industry, entertainment industry. I wouldn't find surprised that there will be women that are coming out from, like you say, um, show girls or podium girls that has been... I don't know harassed mm. yeah mm-hmm. I think there will be a lot as well but they worry about jeopardizing their career so they will probably still be silent about it yeah so it comes down to power struggle again yeah yeah always always and it's that's that's everywhere like I was reading uh, a book by Kate Mann mm. this morning about um, misogyny mm-hmm and um and she says like steve bannon um trumps someone or other mm-hmm. i should really clarify that <laughs> and also um andrew andrew i forget his surname purdue um they were both hired under the trump administration and they have had notorious histories of um domestic violence against their wives and they paid out their wives so their wives have now come out recently before they got their jobs to say oh the 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 criminal accusations i've made against my husband back then well i i don't mean it now i don't mean it now because it's all hush money yeah it's all hush Hush money money, yeah yeah. and uh women it's it's part of the whole culture we were talking about again with like Mm -hmm. rape as well rape culture it's all the same and it's People, it's very repetitive. It feels like there's a there's a like a procedure for both woman and man to do mm. in this kind of scenario because there's hardly any breakthrough of this rape culture. Mm. Like, what do you mean breakthrough? Um, you mean it's still consist- con- it's still 
very like much. When you mind. have a hush money, then it's just turned into a ba- bad cycle. You know? Yeah, Not, yeah. So nothing's gonna change. It's just gonna continue into the next generation. Boys think that they do something, they can get away with they it. They can get away with the hush but money, and the woman thinks that oh, I'll just take the hush money. Yeah. I will stop talking about it. Yeah, it's just a very fucked up bad cycle. Yeah, yeah. As long as men hold the economic power. And yeah, and the regulate, you know, and the legislation. There's yeah. something. There's, there's a lot of things need to be overhauled and change. Not only the uh, social perceptions, but also, yeah, the laws and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's been great conversation. Okay. Anything that- else, we? We're going pretty much extended beyond the show, girls. Yeah, no, it's um, it's been a very good conversation. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Remember to follow us on Facebook and comment on the articles we post related to the topics we discuss. And we'll catch you next week.